Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. I'd like to introduce Dee Frodsham. Nice to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us your story a little bit about your transition and all. So you were actually uh, raised Catholic at, yeah, at the I outset was. of your life. Yes, huh? I was. What's, uh, pretty, pretty active in the Catholic Church. Um, towards the end, I was teaching catechism. Um, wow. Started having some, actually the priest was teaching a Bible class and didn't like the way it was going. And so <laughs> I started thinking, oh, I don't know, this maybe is not for me. So I started looking around and uh, was going to some different churches and until one day somebody knocked on my door uh, and he was from the LDS church. He was the missionaries? No, he was a 70. They used to have 70s oh, yeah. uh, some years ago in yeah. the church, but he was a 70. It was actually looking for the person that had lived there before. I guess she was LDS. And so um, he asked me, you know, what church I went to and I told him, well, I'm kind of looking around and I'm looking for a Bible-based church. And he says, well, we're a Bible-based church. Can I come back and talk to you and tell you more. So <laughs> that's kind of how it started. Wow, and so you joined, ended up joining the church? I did. Um, I was a single mom. I had a daughter. Um, things were kind of hard and the people were so nice and uh, you know yeah. he would come over and he would ask me things that I wanted to know about and that would be the kind of information he would bring to me. I didn't have the regular missionary lessons you know to oh. go through the whole thing with yeah. Joseph Smith and everything but he just he would tell me about the things I like to hear about. And then he also, they kind of took me in, my daughter and I, and just kind of were nice to us. And she would babysit for me, and they would have wow. me for dinner. And it was just, everything felt really good. And so yeah. um, he finally challenged me to be You felt baptized. this was inspired by God? Yeah, to, I did. I, yeah. I, I felt good because the people, you know, they really rally around you when, you yeah. when a new person starts going to the church. Yeah. and. Everybody was really kind. And then I did have some friends that I knew that were LDS that were really nice people. And so I finally decided to um, be baptized. Wow. I guess they shared with you the Book of Mormon and the story of Joseph well, actually, Smith. actually not a that? lot. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was a kind of a surprising thing. I mean, they did, you know, touch on it. He said that Joseph Smith was the one that had started the church. Right. And um, that they did have... You know, I went in a little bit about the Book of Mormon, but not as lot, uh, not a lot, because oh. I that came after I, I, I think I joined because it just you know, just like felt, I said, people were good, yeah. and I always think of Christians as good people, yeah. and um, <laughs> they were you know like you know they he would bring the Bible and we would talk to things out of the Bible, and so. Wow. I decided so then to you started maybe learning more and more about what, yeah. what the church actually teaches. Yeah. And, and I, I can remember oh, probably within a year after I was attending um, a singles group, you know, for um, in the LDS church, and I was starting to really read the Book of Mormon, and I can remember I was having a lot of problems and issues, and so the group of friends would come over and they'd explain it to me, and I would say, but this just doesn't seem right to me, and 
they say, oh, yeah, it is. And if, if you don't believe it, it's got to be Satan working on you. So, so pray harder. Pray harder. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pray harder, yeah. <laughs> which I did. Well, then, this was, you were about, how old were you when you joined I was the 26. Church? Okay. 26. So, so what happens kind of in life after that? So, um, and then when I was around uh, 29, 30 is when I met my husband and um, to be, and uh I again, like I said, I, I was struggling with some of the doctrine, but it was always, well, maybe it's just something I haven't figured out yet. You know, maybe I just need to pray harder and everything. So um, I got married and I was in love, and my husband was very strong in the church. He was active in the church. And uh, we got married, and then a year later we went to, to the temple, got, were sealed because I had my daughter, and he was oh. able to have her sealed to him. Mm. And, um, and so at that point, I just started life you know we had yeah. three more children and wow. and even though i had problems the social aspect of the church i loved i we had a lot of really good friends we did things with we go out to dinner play cards you know and so i, I got more into that rather than yeah. uh, and i had a passion for genealogy and that's a big thing in the church Family history so. well now when you had this uh as you were studying and so on, did you see conflicts either with the Catholic Church or with the Bible as you learned more and more? Well, probably the biggest thing and, and where I really was the first time I went to the temple because I had come out of a church where there was a lot of ritual. Mm, and when yeah. you first start going to the LDS church, they don't even have crosses, nothing, you know, there's no statues or anything. And so they say they get away from all that. Well, when, then when you go to the temple, there's a lot of ritual again. And so that was really difficult for me. And I had a hard time. And I talked with my husband. I talked with the bishop. And they just kept telling me, go back and go back and keep you'll going. And you'll, you'll finally get it. Um, you know, just spend time in the in the temple and, and, and God will, you know, show you the way and it'll, yeah. it'll all work out. What was the biggest thing that kind of bothered you with the temple? Can you remember anything Well, specific? I think, I think, I think a lot was just the ritual, I, yeah. I okay. the ritual to it and the fact that it, to me, it, it seemed more co complicated than what God would intend for us yeah. as people here on earth. Yeah. Um, it didn't seem to me that all that that would be necessary to get back to His presence, that it was that the Bible and, and God was more about love. And yeah. this was more about all the things you had to do. And if you didn't Part do them the, and do it right, follow the law. Yeah, and so, and so, and yeah. that, that was bothersome to wow. me. So, but I struggled with it. Um, my husband and I even went through some counseling. Um, the counselor actually suggested I attend some Christian churches and, uh, but when it came down to it, I couldn't do it because of yes. my husband. I just he didn't say church. don't, but I <laughs> I loved him a lot, and I, yeah. I you know it's really hard when somebody cares so much for something and you don't want to. You upset. were respectful of that. I was very respectful. And it. never really felt then that you had a testimony of. Uh... Um, not of Joseph Smith and the Book of Mormon. Um, I'm a avid reader, and I must have gotten every book I could. And these weren't anti-Mormon books. I got these from the Deseret Bookstore, yeah. from BYU uh, Library. Read as much as I could on Joseph Smith and all of that. And just things just in my head did not comp compute. <laughs> it just didn't compute. So. Well, that's interesting that you'd be so uh, intuitive that way. Why do you think the LDS that are active, and even your husband, I guess, don't see see it quite the way you were seeing it? Well. With my husband, I mean, I talked to him one time about some of the things that made me make a decision to walk away from the LDS Church, and he wasn't even aware of some of that doctrine. And 
the other thing is that he had such a love for his grandfather who was a patriarch in the church mm. and he made the comment to me one day that he said the church works for me I've always been in the church I really don't care about all the stuff about Joseph Smith it just works for me and this is where I'll stay till I die and that wow. was his statement to me so <laughs> I respected that you yeah. know I, I you know you can't make that choice for people no so. no they have to so. now you also went to BYU yeah when, I when, did when did you do that well we moved up here in 2004 I wanted to get my degree in genealogy so I went to BYU to get a family history degree and um, I thought that would be an also a good place to take some religion classes and see where I wasn't getting it. So I took a, pro, a class on the prophets and one on the Doctrine and Covenants. And the Doctrine and Covenants class was really hard for me. And my papers I would hand in, the teacher I don't think was happy for the things I had <laughs> to you say. Had a different perspective I didn't, I, I, yeah, I had a different perspective. Um, he would never talk to me about my papers. I mean, I got all right grades on them, but yeah. he never would talk to me about my papers because I was challenging things that I was reading in there. So. Was there anyone else doing that? Or? I have no idea. No, I just, <laughs> I just know that he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't talk with me because I've tried, I tried to because I told him I, you know. Now, was it family history kinds of things, or again back to no, other doctors? No, it, it was just the yeah, it was just the doctrine and covenants and. Um, yeah. Yeah, the things that Joseph Smith wrote, you know, supposedly through Revelation, which was a hard thing for and me to accept. The Doctrine accept. and Covenants. And yeah, and the Pearl of Great Price, you know, Book of Abraham, Book of Abraham. and all this. And there were actually a lot of changes in those, too. And that was another problem with me. Um, because the Catholic Church, at the time I left, had made all the changes. They'd gone from Latin to English, and they had changed their a lot of the things in that. And I, that was hard for me to accept how something was wrong one day and right the next. Yeah. Well, then th they did the same thing with the temple ceremony. Yes, they, they changed did. a lot of the temple ceremony. Yeah. That bothered me too, because I thought if this is so sacred and from God, why would this be changing to make it more comfortable so people will come to the temple? Yeah. And that I questioned. I kind of thought, well, I guess God's going to instruct the angels that we're going to pass by. Okay, so now these people went before 1990, and this group of people came in after or something, you know, yeah. instruct the angels looking for us yeah. to, to look for different so things that, or something. That like. Anytime there's major change like that when it's supposed to be something that has come from God, I always question <laughs> the change. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Well, so did you, you had experiences, I guess, in family history? Were there yeah. things that strengthened your testimony there of the church? Um, well, I just, I thought, I did have things where I would find things that I had been looking for, and I thought, well, maybe God is leading me to, yeah. to uh, these names because their temple work needs to be done. And so... Um, I would do it. But then again, when I would go to the temple, I did not feel comfortable. I, yeah. They say you get that really comfortable, peaceful feeling. And for me, it was, it was never comfortable or peaceful. So. Now, in the, <laughs> in the Bible, of course, it talks about not doing endless genealogies. Yeah. Did, that, did you reconcile with that, or how did you deal with that, <laughs> those quotes? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Um, I know that if I'm, I because I do genealogy for business now, I guess I kind of think, well, I'm doing it because people want to know the history. I, I get more into the history end of things rather than the and it names. it is fascinating. It interesting. is very interesting why people move from place to place yeah. and why they make the choices they make. So. Wow. So then what uh, happens in your life? You're well, I got out busy. of BYU um, and uh, I graduated. And by that time, I pretty much knew that 
I wanted to get away from it. And um, but you held callings. You were a Relief Society yeah, president. Yeah, I was. And, uh, yeah, and, and I enjoyed that calling. And, and at that time, was um, it more the social? It it point? was, but also I I felt maybe God was kind of leading me because when you're when you're doing something for people, like you take on a calling, or mm. or even like what I do now, it's like you able to do things you didn't know you were able to do and I figured that God was helping me through those times and so that maybe you know maybe I was wrong maybe I had it all wrong and so that while I was a relief society person I was even more conflicted so <laughs> it was hard it was hard I, I enjoyed the calling I because I enjoy people and uh, I think that the the, I think the LDS Church is great because they have such great programs yeah. for that reason. And I was calling them the warm fuzzies. I mean, who wouldn't like to um, <laughs> have the idea that they're going to be with their family for eternity? And, and become a god. And be, and well, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to become a god. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I did, you know, just the whole idea of being together. And, and then realized that, you know, once I became a Christian, that I could still be with people that I loved. Well, I was going to ask you. It doesn't have to you, be in my other world. So. Yeah. Do, does it? Um, you felt like had you really understood the Christian side of this conflict you were having with Mormon doctrine? I mean, did you no. realize? Did you understand grace and Jesus as as a? Not at all. Who did you think Jesus was? Uh, well, my older brother. So regular, yeah. right down the Mormon line. Yeah, of, yeah. I'd, because I, I hadn't studied the Bible in the Catholic Church. They, yeah. you know, they don't get really into Bible study. Don't so they? um, they're more for the catechism. So I didn't have a a good background. And with the LDS Church, they use the other books, yeah, at least as much, if not more, than they do the Bible. So yeah. I didn't really have that. And when I can't quit going to those books and finally open the Bible to sit down and read is when my eyes begin to be open. Wow. And, you, and you mentioned Jesus uh, as an elder brother and that he had to come to the earth. And Yeah. Yeah. You were. yeah. I know there were some articles that I had read that Jesus had to earn his salvation while he was here, and that that really took me back. I think because, Bruce R. McConkie yeah, said that. Yeah, he did in a, in a speech he gave Can at BYU. Can you imagine Jesus having to earn and, his and salvation? I, and I knew he was God. I mean, that I never doubted that because it says so in John that yeah. the Word is, you know, Word was was with God and is God, and so it was. There was a big conflict in that, and I was, yeah, that that really upset me. Wow. So. so busy and active in the church, but conflicted. It sounds yeah, like. Do you think very, there are many people like you out there? I know there are because I've talked to several Have since really? I've yeah since oh. I've left the church. I've had people ask my me about my story and. Wow that it's it's hard to come out of the church when you're in it's you know it's it's a way of life you know well and and you you mentioned the culture the social yeah. you raised your children in it in yeah. your case your husband was active yeah. so and I, you know i love my children and yeah. i respect them and so so it's it makes yeah. it for difficult but you did start attending or looking around at christian churches i did i um when I finally decided, I was reading the Bible one day, and I just, my eyes just for some reason were open. I need to find a Bible-based church. And so I started, um, I told my husband, I'm going to do it. The kids are raised. <laughs> Let me have my chance to find out. And I started looking around, and I was always drawn to this one uh, church that was near my house that was a, was a Bible church. Yeah. And um, I thought, 
well, if it's a Bible church, they've got to teach the Bible. Yeah. So um, Maybe a little more Bible-centered than yeah, Mormonism was. Yeah, huh? so I started going there. And I, as soon as I walked in the door and heard the first sermon, I knew I was home where I needed wow. to be. And I haven't uh, looked back since then. I, um, I mean, after I uh, sought salvation, um, you know, I finally made that prayer to God that, I realized that it accepted, him, accepted as him as my savior, that he was the reason that I didn't have to work hard at it. I just had to um, know that he died for my sins and wow. that, that I'm, all of a sudden the Bible opened up to me when I would read it. it I could see it in a much different light. And Isn't that an amazing And another change. thing that, that was very interesting is that in all this, my husband, was, of course it was upsetting to him, and he says, well... I can't understand because Christians just believe all you have to do is be saved and then that's all you have to do. And Go out it, and do anything you want. And, I, and as I've studied, I realize it's just the opposite. It's once you're saved, then you have a desire to follow the God that loves you. And that's right. That's and that he did everything it. for yeah, us. And, and, uh, and, and so you do. Your life changes. You, you begin that Christian walk that is just great and, uh, and it, wow. you grow each day. And, so. And do you sense a difference in 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 um, just going to church? I do. How I would do. you explain that? We feel the same thing. I so. know. I, I it's it's like I don't feel. You know, I felt such a burden before, and now I feel like this whole burden is off me, lifted off at me. It, it's nothing that I can do anymore. It's all in God's hands, and that when I go to church and and we sing. Uh, the music, of course, is a lot different. Yes. Um, but it's all but praise song. God, it's always yeah. praising God. And every song that I sing, I feel like I'm talking to Him. And when I hear people pray, um, like in the beginning when I first got, when people were praying, I could feel like they were really talking to God. Um, they didn't have to use certain words. They didn't say it a certain way. They just yeah. talked to God. And um, I love that every Sunday the sermon would be opening up the Bible and talking <laughs> about God's Word. I mean, it wasn't somebody getting up and talking about whatever that day. It was a pastor who knew the history and knew uh -huh. the Bible, knew the background, who could open us to the <laughs> truth. Um, is taught every Sunday, and I, I really, really, I enjoy going to church. I, I can't wait to for Sundays to come around. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> so, that's the way we are, and it's yeah. just such a difference. You also mentioned the burden or freedom and, yeah. and so on. What, what's that feel like? It's just different, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I, I grew up in a home with a, a kind of what I'd call a dysfunctional home, and I always had to be proving things to my parents for yeah. love. So when I got into the LDS church, it was almost the same thing. I, I always had to be trying to earn God's love, or at least I felt in my heart that's what I was having to do. And now I don't always feel like... Always trying to please yeah, Him. And always. then when you fell a little short, then you felt like, okay, now I'm yeah. down on the downside here. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. And then it was really, really hard. So And there's not as much judging. Would you say that's true? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, in the Mormon church, we're trying to be seen of men more, I guess. I don't know. We yeah, it's the outward judge. versus the inward appearance. And, yeah. you know, to walk into a church and see people walk in with tattoos and... Or come in sandals and uh, you know hair spiked. I don't you know it doesn't matter. I mean, 
you don't look at them. You look at them as Christians. They're there to praise they're, God. They're there to praise God. They, their hearts are. They is, turn their hearts yeah, over. Their and there's no facade. No. You know, no, you don't see this perfect and, little family walk in and <laughs> no. white shirts and all that yeah, stuff always. No, it's and, just they. They are who they are, and yeah. uh, it's great, and I love it. Wow. And I would never turn back. Well, you've mentioned a couple of things, but what do you think the Mormons most misunderstand about Christians? I think the one thing is that they don't understand that Christians aren't don't think they're just saved and then don't do anything else. I think that's that is a, a big, big thing um, that it? my life has not changed. If nothing else, I feel like I become a better Christian. I just think they have things flipped. <laughs> it's not the works that save you, it's salvation that makes you do the works. Yeah. You know? So and um, just the fact that especially in you I, you know the people I've talked to that want to come out of the church that they shouldn't be afraid to make that change just because of what's going to happen to their friends and to their neighbors. They've got to make that step because if they don't, they're going to be sorry. And if, if people are going to judge them because they've left the LDS church, that doesn't say much for a church that would Put turn that their back on somebody yeah. because they've made a different choice. And to turn your heart at least we felt this, to turn our heart to God, right. Jesus, and the Word of God, the Bible, I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that just doesn't sound like a hard thing yeah. to do. So. And, and one other thing is that we're going to have to stand before God one day, just mm -hmm. individually, not with our husband or with our children or with grandma and grandpa patriarch or anybody else. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be the two of us standing there together and we'll be judged for how we... I guess what study we did, what uh, what we learned, um, and you feel probably good about that, don't you? At this point, I do point? now. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't before, but I do now. As yeah. an LDS person, yeah, I didn't because I just never thought I was going to measure up, especially since I couldn't gain a testimony of the LDS church. I just figured I was going to be a lost soul. Uh, <laughs> so well, that really must have been right. disappointing if you yeah. initially thought you were coming into a Bible-based church, yeah. and it really turns out that it's quite unbiblical, right. both in its doctrine, but they don't even trust the Bible as much as, I mean, it's one of the standard works, but they, yeah. obviously, it's all, as far as it's translated Tra correctly. correctly yeah. So instead of that, we're praising a man and, and grateful for prophets and kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. Rather than focusing on uh, Christ and, and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's probably been one of the greatest things in my life to know that I can have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that that's not wrong, that that's the way it's supposed, to be, way it's supposed to be, because it's through Him that... Uh, now you'd call I that, in, in the Christian world, they call it born again, or a yeah. renewed spirit, or a new creature. Um, do you feel like that's a real thing? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, because like I said, I now I read the Bible and I go, oh, this makes sense. <laughs> so, Where it never did before. It, did it? it didn't. Well, first of all, you had to make sure that, that you weren't just reading the Bible alone. You had your other scriptures out too, because yeah. so that you weren't, you know, like they said, it might not be translated correctly. So you would go to the Book of Mormon or one of the other books to make sure what you were reading was yeah. true. So. And then one of the things that we've run into is that people feel we've lost the spirit. Exactly. And that we're darkened. Have you heard that too? Yeah, people... but, but I've been very fortunate because those around me have seen how happy I am. And my, my children, they're concerned. That's what, you know, that's, that's yeah. all. They're concerned about myself, uh, what's going to happen to me. But I think they see how happy I am. And, mm -hmm. um, 
they've accepted it. I didn't, I didn't ask this initially, but what did your parents think of when you joined the Mormon Church? Were they uh, upset? Yeah, my father was. And were they alive when you came um, to the, Christianity? No, no, oh. uh, no. Okay. No, my mom had converted to Catholicism, so she was all right with me making a change because she had made a change. My father, having been very strong in the Catholic Church, wasn't really? real happy about it. But. Well, you've got just a minute or so to tell the LDS people something from your heart or your uh, thoughts. And what would you I say would, to them? I guess, I, I, like I had said earlier, I, it, don't be afraid to make that, that decision to seek out the truth. Um, yeah, just because of the, the pressures around you, um, I know that this is an area being predominantly LDS where that's a real difficult thing to do, yeah. but to follow your heart and read the Bible. Read the Bible and uh, you will find the truth. You will find the truth. And one of the sad things is that the culture that you talk about, there is a culture in the Christian churches, isn't there? Yes. And it's a joyful one and a fellowship. But, Could you address that for well, just a second? Well, there is, but there's also a fellowshipping in the <laughs> Christian church. No, I, no, I, I, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. They misunderstand that oh, they're, yeah, I, we do the, I mean, our, it's hard it's, to leave the Mormon church because no, of that. No, there, there's just as... I mean, I don't see that anything has changed. Um, that I still have friends. I have people. To, you know, I have fellowship. Fellowship. I have potluck dinners. We have all the things that the LDS Church has. Yeah. Uh, but we do have the Bible as yeah. the truth, and so you don't have to worry about anything yeah. else. And Jesus is our Lord and God. Yes, and, He is. Yeah. Well, Dee, thanks so much for sharing your story. You. It's gone quickly, and yeah, uh, you've got you got so, so such a wonderful story and. Uh, you know, we haven't had a lot of converts. We've had a few that we've interviewed, but uh, I'm, it's interesting to hear your story and how, how challenged you were in kind of accepting some of this strange doctrine that's Mormonism. Because mm -hmm. uh, most of us, or a lot of us, were born in the church and we just kind of had to accept it and figure that that's what family had for us. So anyway, sure appreciate your testimony, Thank your, you your, your story. Me. and and. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again on another evening here. Appreciate your watching. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music